what is it? It is a mass art student-run radio. This show is produced from its very own student body. He uploads every Monday, ideally. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Octopus Sounds. Today we got a quick one for you. It is November 4th. Turkey Day is basically around the corner, and the holidays is immediately after that. So be sure to purchase your turkey-themed ornaments for your tiny Christmas trees. Today on Octopus Sounds, we have a new episode of the show right now with Morty and Nina, your weekly mass art news and recap. Following that, we have another episode of Shit You Should Know, featuring the mass art sim artist Nori Needle. Definitely check them out. Let's just let's just play the let's play the let's play the radio. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it from over here. <laughs> I think it sounds better than the first episode. Right. Welcome to the show right now. Welcome to the show right now. <laughs> we should um, just do them all from here. Yeah. Uh, I'm Nina. I'm Morty. Uh, you're listening to the show where we tell you the news, all the news and everything but the news. And the mass art news. All the mass art news. Only the mass art. Never mass art news. We don't tell you a single thing about mass art. No. No. Ugh. The recording studio is small. Yeah, it is. Um, let's head back into yeah. it. Let's get let's get back in here. Let's get in it. Welcome to the show right now. I'm Morty. And I'm Nina. And this is the only show you're listening to right now. We're here to tell you the news and all the news and all the mass art news. Open registration started today, this morning at 7 a.m., so I hope you guys woke up for it, or else you're not going to get into your lit traditions class or whatever. You're trying to get into, I don't know. Whatever it is the kids take. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. It ends on Thursday. Well, it doesn't end. It goes to Thursday. Freshmen register on Thursday for their academics and studio electives. Apparently, seniors and juniors have to use DaVinci to register for classes. Risk to you guys. Yeah, sorry, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like, sucks. Maybe Steven Gentile was lying. Maybe. I don't know. Because that sounds crazy. If you have to do that, email me so I know it's true. <laughs> yes. Fact check us. Yeah. Someone should start a fact check um, <laughs> podcast after, and it goes after ours. And it was like last week, like corrections. Yeah. We should- so if someone wants to hook that up, you know. It's definitely necessary. We say the wrong thing all the time. It would actually be really funny. <laughs> Prevent misinformation. And just be terribly mean to us, too. Like, say how terrible our voices sound on the radio. Yeah, and how we don't take room tone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it this week, though. It'll sound better this week. So sorry Yeah, and there, that. There will be actual sounds, too, I hope. Yeah, well, it'll be cool. And yeah. the, right there, you should have... Blast! You should blast like a foghorn as loud as possible. Put that in. You have to put it in now. Okay. New in animation news. There is a new group and a new animation group called the Fem Makers, a group for women, femme identities, and allies in animation. It's a group for supporting other animators, having open discussions, giving feedback and critique, and having work time together. Aww. There's no planned date and time for a first meeting. So please contact cmgallagher at massart.edu if interested. 
That is C-M-G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R at massart.edu. That sounds fun. Yeah. That sounds fun and interesting and helpful. It does sound very fun. There's, you know, you don't get a lot of chances to, like, just go and get a critique. Yeah. Or to just go and, like, talk about your work. Yeah, or, like, do work with other people. Yeah. Other people, like, similar. There's a lot of merit in that. Yeah. Next Monday is Veterans Day, so congratulations to anyone who has a Monday class, because you get the day off. Shout out to everyone else who doesn't. I don't, and nothing will change for you. I do have a Monday class, and I just realized that I don't have to go to it next week. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and all of our teachers are going to say, you guys have Monday off now, so, so your work will probably be a little, you'll have more time for this, right? Not true. I mean, true for me. I love, I love having Mondays off. That's the best day of the week to have the all of the holidays on, because every single holiday is on a Monday, apparently. Yeah, and like I didn't think that through when I was making my schedule. I really thought I was doing myself a favor. Um, I mean, you were when like, I mean, not every day is a holiday. Not every That's, Monday. It's true. Yeah, most like Thanksgiving. Of, most of them are bad. Most Mondays are just terrible. Yeah, and I don't have to do them, actually. So, so actually, score one for me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, good job. Thanks. Anybody need interview skills? You can go to the interview skills workshop. Does anyone, um, does anyone need interview skills? If you need them, you can have them. You can take them. You can take them and learn them and keep them in your brain at the interview skills workshop where you can learn the power of networking cute yeah learn the power of networking in kennedy 280b and do it today yeah there is another one on the 18th there is another one on the 18th so if you miss it today go next next monday an event coming up this friday Woo! as you know maybe not i know it um i am a restore manager along with natalie and the restore turned 10 this year (laughs) So we're having a 10th birthday party, November 8th, this Friday, at 3 p.m. There's going to be cake. There's going to be birthday hats with, um, yeah, with, like, vegetables on it. Whoa. (laughs) That's really, they're cute. And we're going to do sustainable arts and crafts. And if you come, make sure to bring a gift for the restore because it's its birthday. It's 10. You wouldn't go to a 10-year-old's birthday party and not give them a gift. That's so mean. Just bring a donation. It would be so sad. I know. The Restore. They wouldn't have a donate. Like, they wouldn't have a gift. That's cute. Yeah. The Restore is 10. Congrats. Thank you. It's been a long time. We've come a long way. We moved this year. Yes. New location. Still down in Kennedy. Basement. Come. 3 p.m. Friday. Birthday party. Yeah, a lot of people get lost. Yeah, no one knows where it is now. It's new. It's across from the bookstore instead of down the hallway. New and Behind the bookstore. Yeah, it's cute. It is cute. It's really, there's a really fun mural in there. Yeah, it used to be in the cafeteria, I think. Yeah, you guys should go check it out. Go check it out on Friday. It's a birthday. Friday, it's the birthday. What time? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Happy birthday, Restore. Thank you. I am the Restore. All right, that's it. That's all. That's it for the news. We said every bit. We said everything you need to know for your whole week. All of it. All of it. Don't think you need to know anything else. Oh my god, we probably missed, like, all of it. Thanks so much. But if you have any news, then you can tell us. 
by emailing us at the show right now dot gmail dot com at gmail dot com at g- what did I say dot gmail <laughs> the show right now at gmail dot com anything at all that happened in your week that you find interesting if you want something to be said if you want us to talk about a uh, gallery showing uh uh gallery showing yeah we'll most likely miss something that is just on a poster somewhere yeah so if you put a poster up then tell us what's on the poster tell us your information anything at all and we'll say it we should look at posters more (laughs) yeah we yeah we should but if there's one that you really want everyone to know about, then email it to us at theshowrightnow at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-S-H-O-W-R-I-G-H-T. Oh, you don't need to spell it. N-O-W at gmail.com. We'll see you next week with SGA Minutes and more information about everything and all of it happening at MassArt. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. One, two, three. <laughs> Welcome to Shit You Should Know. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Should Know. Today, ooh. Ooh, today we have a lot of people here. It's not just one person from EventWorks this time around. Today we are interviewing the illustrious Nori. Applause, 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 applause. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. Shall we go around the round table introducing ourselves? My name is Randy. I'm from EventWorks. Yeah, I already know who the fuck it is. It's Shmo. Hi. And uh, I'm Amber. I'm also from EventWorks. Hi, I'm Nori. You're who? I'm Nori. There you go. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. So tell us, Nori, everything that you know about the world. Everything that I know about the world? Uh, everything I know about the world. That's kind of hard to condense down. I feel like when I get asked that question, it's like, you realize how little you're able to draw upon in an immediate moment, you know? Your immediate knowledge is so, like, small compared to, like, what you actually know. Like, I feel like I always, like, am surprised by things I end up knowing just through, like, weird conversations and, like, anecdotes that I remember or, like, weird facts that just come out of my brain. But it's, like, not like I have this database I can draw upon. It's just, like, all hidden in a secret box. And I feel like we're all kind of like that. That's a, that's a really good answer to that question. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel stupid today. <laughs> no, I feel like you're the same. Like everyone's the same way too. It's like, I feel like we all kind of sometimes diminish what we know. I was talking about this the other day too, about especially like art and stuff. Like I always be like, oh, I don't know anything about art. Like I feel like I have minimal knowledge all the time when I'm in these spaces. But then when I go out into the world, I'm talking to people who have no idea, like aren't artists at all i'm like wow i act like you have no and they try and talk about art i'm just like wow you have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> you're a little bit stupid you get that feel like it's like yeah. dang i wish that you were just a little bit more informed or just like more surprised at like how i guess like how much more like i didn't realize that i had like absorbed through my time like at school and because i feel like it's easy to just be like wow i haven't learned anything at all but it's also you're like you're in it so deep it's hard to like step out of it sometimes. Yeah, that's that's def- it's definitely one of those questions that it evolves with your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where do you where do you like to hang out? Where's where's your place of chilling? Right now it's just home. Like I love being at home. I'm living in Jamaica Plain, 
um, with a house full of really amazing artists. It's just been really nice just being at home, having my own space. Everyone's usually working on art and I've always had people to talk to. So I've just been really enjoying being at home and haven't really been going out so much. Like occasionally I'll go to a party or something, but like usually the most exciting part about that is like being super tired at the end of it and just like being like so excited to go. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a homebody at this point? It's really weird because I feel like I never really considered myself that way. And I still don't really. It's just like I feel like it's just the pattern that I've kind of fallen into right now, just being super busy with school stuff and just like not wanting to be on campus. It's my first year not living on campus, so it's super nice. It's just like, I don't know, going to class and then just being like, bye. <laughs> like, I'm going home. Like, I don't have to stick around here and like every two seconds have like a really awkward interaction with like somebody like that. I'm like, I'm glad that we're keeping up this acquaintance, but like, I don't want to maintain this like small talk all the time. <laughs> it's really exhausting. I'm sorry. No, I feel like, but I feel like that's kind of college, like college life or whatever. It's like you have a million of those every two seconds, like awkward waves. Yeah. It's really amazing to have a space to call your own too. Mm -hmm. Like just more than just a bedroom that is yours, like a place that you create and make the energies positive, like mm -hmm. something that is your own. is just an amazing experience. I feel like. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely taking for granted a lot of time for sure. Like, just, like, having your own space to kind of curate and, yeah, make your own exactly what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, you, you brought up earlier that uh, you're, you're so occupied with some school stuff. What's, what's some of that stuff going on here? Um, I mean, it was interesting because I feel like no matter how much work I actually have or how little I have, I'll end up making it, like, way, like, I'll just, like, expand it out to being, like, the same amount of work. <laughs> Like if it's a really small amount of work, I'll just like end up just stretching it out over like the same amount of time because I just won't be able, I just like, will be like, oh, like I can not do it today or I can only do a little bit today or like, but on some of the stuff I'm working on, I don't know, I've been drawing a lot, trying to do more drawings and just get better at that. Hoping to like table with a bunch of my roommates next year at MICE, um, which is the Massachusetts um, Independent Comics Expo. I went for the past couple years and it seems like a good place to kind of exhibit that type of work and join that kind of community. So I'm excited about that. Been making, trying to make weird light sculptures in Elaine's investigations and in expanded cinema class. We're using traffic cones and film and like printing on transparency paper, like making, like combining them to make like kind of an essentially like a projector using the traffic cone. But is that kind of what your question is asking? And then yeah. what else are we working on? Not much outside of that. Um, well, I'm in a digital illustration class, so I've been working on projects for that, and that's been fun. Drawing lots of, like, Japanese folklore creatures. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, awkward positions. How, how awkward? <laughs> There's, like, one monster. Like, it's so funny because Japanese folklore creatures, they're, like, half of them are, like, have, like, really embedded, like, deep histories. And then some are just, like oh, this samurai one time was like walking down this path and then this spooky thing happened to him and now it's like this huge thing or like it's just like what comes out of one story and then it just gets blown out of proportion. Like there's one where just like this guy, the samurai is walking down the path and then there's like a peasant or something like hunched over and he like goes down to see if he's okay and he turns his face and realizes that he has no face. Whoa. 
and then he like takes off his pants or something and he re- and then bends over and realize and then there's like gigantic eye like where his anus should be Word. so um Ow. yeah so and then Dang. and then so then that just becomes like a whole creature like in the mythology based off of like one experience and who knows like whether like what actually happened and transpired at that time but it's just pretty interesting how like one story can just like trickle and become part of like a whole yeah mythology so i've been thinking about that too so Um, how would you describe your work as a whole as a whole i don't know i don't know i've been going through a lot of phases i like started out like like y'all know like doing lots of stuff with around play and like playgrounds and like and i'm trying to get more into that again now and then last year i was doing lots of stuff with puppets and like i wrote a puppet show that never really came to fruition but all the faculty are still like you um, should. <laughs> and so I'm trying to figure out, yeah, I'm dealing with a lot of like creative blocks right now. I'm trying to overcome them. Yeah. What, what would you say is some of your routines that you do kind of on the daily to keep you on a specific topic? I don't know. I think I definitely don't really stick on a particular topic as of right now. Like, I feel like I'm kind of balanced, like trying to figure out like, yeah, like what it means to create a body of work and what that like why and like but I don't really stick on a particular topic it's more of just like constantly fluctuating between like oh what am I actually interested in and what I actually want to do and then also like all of the pressures of like the world kind of like feedbacking loop feedback loop of like my ego getting in the way and then me revisiting be like oh I actually love like creating stuff that I want to create and then that actually becoming my best work but then also me being like oh people don't really like like it as much and then I get into the thing of me being like oh I want to like be competitive in like an art world and like I don't want to make other stuff that other people are making so how do I like add something new to a conversation and then I'm like wait that doesn't really matter and I don't really care about that so then I go back to making stuff that I want to make and then it just like goes back and forth with all that shit so but definitely like the stuff that I'm most like passionate about and about making ends up kind of like relating back to this idea of play and just like really just making stuff that feels playful to me and feels like it's really just tapping into like what I'm curious about in the moment and what I want to explore and like what actually is like, it's fun to engage with. And I'm really interested in ideas of space and like make, bringing that to space and bringing it to places like where other people can enjoy. So I'm hopefully going to do some of that for Big Show and like try and curate a space. What's your space going to be called? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, Elaine's kind of pushing <laughs> me to do that. But I think, I mean, she's not really. Uh, if there was anything that you haven't done yet, and this does not have to be art related, mm-hmm. what's something that has interested you, but you've never done? Nori just had a brain blast, by the way. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I really want to make toys. That'd be fun. I definitely need to want to get more into 3D printing. Like I've been doing some 3D modeling work. So hopefully trying to figure out what's the best best way and like ethical way to translate that into a physical object that doesn't require me to like make a mold because <laughs> I don't want to do it. I think you're going to have to make a mold, but <laughs> at least right now. We'll Did you hear about those large ass 3D printers that are now printing out like car parts and stuff for like wide bodies? Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty sick. Yeah, they have like 3D printers that can like make other 3D printers. Yeah, it's so cool. cool. Like that, they have like this new one 
that like I've been like researching because like I'm just stupid and I like to look up weird things that have nothing to do with my craft. Yeah. And that's been like the newest like obsession, just like how do 3D printers work and how can I get my hands on one? You know, I don't need one. I just <laughs> ended up like printing out a miniature version of myself, I feel like. Little <laughs> mini schmo. Mini schmo. Oh, <laughs> see, this is why we love a talking shmini. to Nori. Mini, <laughs> schmini. That's so. Cute. When you release your toy line, I'm expecting a schmini. Okay. <laughs> yeah, schmini. Yeah, special limited edition. Like, only seventeen of them. That's a very specific number, yeah. but sure, yeah. Uh, so you've mentioned that you are interested in making toys and before you've made playgrounds. What about childhood is so inspiring to you? Well, I was homeschooled and unschooled. I mean, that was like a huge privilege to be able to do that and like have parents who are like cool with me not going a traditional schooling route. And I think it kind of afforded me this huge opportunity to kind of basically use my surroundings and what I'm interested in to kind of be the vehicle for my own like education and my own purpose to live, I guess. So kind of, and I think that that plays, that like works into play in a big way. I think play in of itself is kind of like about like using this idea of curiosity and, and exploration to kind of actualize the self and actualize like what it means to like derive meaning and like have fun in the world. And I think that that is kind of how I want not only like the personal life to be like my own personal life to be kind of driven in that way, but I also feel like there are a lot of like societal structures and institutional structures that kind of um, purposefully neglect that kind of attitude or like, yeah, or try and control it in a particular way. And I think that if we were really trying to remodel our society or remodel the world or whatever and i think play in how can we have the most fun is like a good place to start what do you do for fun i've been playing a lot of soul Calibur 2 lately <laughs> i like playing games a lot i've been playing some Yu-Gi-Oh. it's been fun i've been drawing a lot and watching adventure time oh. nice. which has been great <laughs> I just rewatched Over the Garden Wall for the spooky season, so that was great. What else have I been doing for fun? I've been um, going to some raves. Oh. That's been uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, dancing is really fun. Yeah. What are the raves like in Boston? I don't know. They kind of vary. Like, it really, <laughs> my friend really put it, like, it really depends on whether it's the the white agenda or the brown agenda. And Facts. and I think yeah, that's very it's very um yeah apparent. I don't know what type of person is going to have fun at what kind of event. Um, but I feel like I'm pretty lucky to just kind of adapt to whatever's happening around me. But what what are they like? I don't know. It's like sometimes it's like all of my friends and my friends are DJing, and everyone's just having a really good time listening to like like reggaeton or something and and then the other times it's like some guy in really dark room and like it's like the same tempo for like an hour with like slight change in like the beat like every like 15 minutes or something it's just like constant like bass like and there's like seven people in there and it's like that's fun. Ooh, it doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> and, and, but it's like, it's just like 
world building. It's just like there's it's like this is just a whole atmosphere now, and it's not about like yeah creating the best party or anything. It's just like you either want to be there, or you don't. And it's about vibes. You, <laughs> sure yeah or it's like you're either fucked up enough to be there or you're not like <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah what's the craziest thing you've ever witnessed at one of these raves i don't know i feel like i definitely don't go to like the like the most wild raves like i feel like i'm pretty like surface level what's the craziest thing that's happened to a rave i don't know i don't really I haven't gone to like it's just more of a recent thing too for me oh. So I'm scrolling through the internets right now. Yeah. And we are happen to follow each other on some social medias. And you made this tweet that like I think about a lot recently, <laughs> which is I wish the size and roles of cars and dogs were switched. So this brings me to like a very important question. Are you a cat or dog person? I don't know. I'm not really like, like, I'm not like a huge, like, I don't really like generalizing, you know, a whole species of animal. It's like, I like some dogs and I like some cats. It's like, and I hate some dogs and I hate some cats. And it's not even like a specific type of dog. It's just some dogs that I've met. I don't like some dogs that I met. I like a lot. Weird. Same thing with cats. Same thing with like most animals, including humans. <laughs> Would you have a pet octopus? Oh, I don't know. I'm like really like... Like you didn't have to take care of it. It just like chilled out with you every now and then. And like you get to like send it away when you don't want to hang out with it anymore. <laughs> if it like chose... If it like freely chose to associate with me, like I wouldn't mind to have like... Like I'm not going to be like, no, like don't hang out with me. Because you're an octopus. Tentacles on me. But like, if the octopus was like, I want to hang out with you. Who am I to say no? If you can have any superpower, what would it be? Um, ghost powers, like to be able to turn into a ghost. Like Danny Phantom. Like Danny Phantom. Yeah, like Danny Phantom. Fuck yeah. Because like the best power, it's like you're invisible and you can phase and you can fly. You can go through people. Yeah. It's just kind of ideal. Yeah. It's kind of the best answer I've heard to that question. Yeah, Never considered Danny Phantom as a superhero, but here I mean, we are. Danny Phantom saved a lot of lives. That's true. You like used to have different color hair for a period of last year. Sure. And this year too. Yeah. It was like lime, right? It was like blonde and like it kind of turned lime. Yeah. Because originally, I think it was last year around this time, because I was like, oh, I really want to be Beast Boy for Halloween. Mm. And then I just like, leading up to it, I like bleached my hair and that's as far as I got. And then it just was, but I didn't even bleach it enough because it was like, so it was kind of orange and then it had like a weird greenish tint for some reason. And it looked just gross, in my opinion, but. It was kind of sick. Are you going back to it? I have no idea. I had a pretty fun time dyeing my hair this past I don't know, like a few weeks ago, Jed, who's in Sim, did like a whole like checkered pattern on my head. That was sick. Like, it looked like spades or whatever. It was like green and blue. And it was really funny because we had no, because we were looking at pictures of like people's designs. And we were like, oh, we should do something like this. And then I got to his house to do it. And he was like, oh, so we're going to like put this net over your head <laughs> and then we're gonna paint the individual squares i was like okay that's one way to do it let's go 
and um, yeah, he like got it. <laughs> I don't know how much to say, but he it was like a it was like a net from like the ham at the grocery store. <laughs> he was just like, oh, can I have that <laughs> that ham net, please? So the nostalgia wave has been a really big thing for like the past four years. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing that has come up from that wave? I don't know. What's come, what's come back? You maybe um, list off some stuff. All right. And uh, then I'll, my brain will Tamagotchi. jolt. Okay, Tamagotchi. I thought of that. Roly poly oly. Like old cartoons. Okay, okay. Rocco. Or oh, Invader Zim came Oh, Invader Zim. Yeah, that was, yeah that, I was pretty excited about Invader Zim. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! starting to make a resurgence, finally. It took long enough. It's been like two yeah. years coming. All these years of waiting for it. And I'm like, yes, I can finally whip out my blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. like a new Dora the Explorer that's on like Hulu or some shit. And it's just the weird. No, it's a new Blue's Clues. And it just looks whack. Oh, is that with the Asian so dude, or, or is that or that already passed? I, I don't know. I think yeah, that was Yeah, but blue looks different. Everything looks different. It's just not the same. And mm. the new Dora the Explorer movie, it's just like with the live action. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, I that that was advertised for like two weeks, and then like once it came out, nothing. died. I yeah. haven't even heard like a single review. Yeah. On it. Damn. Oh, I'm not really up to date on the. Dora the Explorer. They're good. <laughs> um, forums lately, but I check them every day. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I feel like I have things that I would like to come back. Like I would, I would love to have like um, Beyblades come back in a big oh. way or something. <laughs> or were you Bakugan kid? Bakugan, like I think like Bakugan was kind of like going on. But I was just like, I don't really like. They're like they didn't look cool to me. Like yeah. the design didn't look cool. Like yeah. I feel like I had like been spoiled by Transformers. So like anything mm-hmm. that like would like go from one thing to another thing, if it didn't like actually like transform and look cool, it's like I don't like the bulky ball like <laughs> robot. Like if they all look like that's boring. It's like it's like you roll it and it has a little magnet, which is kind of cool, and it pops out. Like that's the coolest part. That's the coolest part is like they had the magnet technology that popped it out. Yeah. But I didn't really like the design of all the little monsters. Like, yeah, it didn't seem like that revolutionary to me. The game sucked. I played yeah, it for yeah, a while. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I like have all these Pokemon cards and Pokemon's way more fun. Why am I still playing these? Why mm-hmm. do I have these things that I just roll and didn't end up losing? Like, yeah, they're so small too. And yeah, it's so easy to lose. I think I had like two or three, but it was mostly because like I found them on the street or something. I was like, oh, Pokemon. <laughs> um, you mentioned how you really like playing video games. Are there mm-hmm. any new video games that are coming out that you're super excited about? I don't know. I'm definitely like, it's like all the things that I'm into, I'm like just not into enough to know about them. And it's like, like all the game stuff, it's like, I don't know what's coming out. I'm excited. There's like a new Star Wars game coming out that seemed kind of cool. It doesn't really seem like revolutionary in any sort of like sense, but it's just like, it's like lightsaber kind of looks like, lightsaber mechanics from Jedi Academy. So I was like, I'll play it, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't really know that much about new games. I've just been more excited about just, like, my GameCube lately. Yeah. Like, getting back into Wind Waker and, like, oh. Metroid Prime. And how, and it's, like, how awful, like, the Shadow the Hedgehog, like, multiplayer is. But don't, it's just, like, so Don't fun. disrespect. <laughs> that was one of the greatest multiplayer experiences <laughs> of my childhood. <laughs> Like, I'll just zoom off the map in, like, two seconds and die. <laughs> and then the loading screen is, like, 30 seconds long. 
takes forever to get back. Yeah. Have you have you played Sonic Adventure Battle Two? No, yeah. oh, I should play that. I'll bring in my GameCube oh, and with it, and it's so fun. I have like enough controllers. <laughs> Do you? I have yeah, two. I have like eight GameCube controllers. <laughs> Smash Bro tournaments used to go on at my house a lot. <laughs> my my friend Zeke just got uh this the sequel to Katamari, so I'm just like I'm excited to play that Whoa. for like PS2, I think. That game's yeah. wild. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I like tried playing the mobile game the other day, but it's like a pretty bad like like running like run game. Yeah, yeah. Has there ever been a game that? Oh well, besides the mobile game, like mm-hmm. when you were younger and like you saved up money, you bought a game, and it was terrible. Has there ever been a game like that? Yeah, probably. Like, I'm really bad at finishing games. Like, I think I got, like, that I was, like, really excited about or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't remember. I remember, like, not being that excited by Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi G3, but I don't remember why. <laughs> but I got, I was really excited to play it, but it's just, like, I don't know. It's too long ago. I feel like I don't, I think it takes, like, a lot, a lot to, like, get me excited about a video game. Like, it has to hit, like, a sweet spot for, like, like why I want to play it. I don't really remember a game that was just like that. Was, I was super leading up to anticipation and then it like failed me or anything. I listed off like ten in my head. <laughs> really? Question went off. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I don't really have games like that. I feel like I mostly just like kind of fall upon a game, and then I'm like, oh, I want to do this. This now. is nice. <laughs> like I don't really like. I'm not like paying attention to like all like what's coming out next or anything like that. I'm just like, I just go to a friend's house one time and then they're like, they have a game I play. And I'm like, hmm, I will do this also <laughs> at my house. <laughs> so what about you? What about me? Yeah. Do you have something? Ice Age 2 for the DS. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. How no. could you even be anticipating that? <laughs> I loved the movie. Uh, I was super young. Yeah. And when I saw the game on the shelf on Best Buy, I saw that yeah. it was on sale. Oh, shit. And my mother always said, if it's on sale, it means you're saving money. So I <laughs> thought it was a good investment. Oh, no. I couldn't beat the first. I, I don't even think it was physically possible to beat the first level. Yeah. <laughs> mechanics were so off. Yeah. You would play as um, all three of the main characters, and they would follow in a trail. Yeah. And it was one of those games where you have to switch the characters to, like, get over an obstacle. Uh-huh. But, like... No, like, <laughs> I don't even think the mechanics for switching a character worked. I was just like, Sid, the whole time. Oh, my God. That sounds like a terrible fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> Can I share a sob story about yeah. a video game? Yeah. I grew up playing The Sims, like, from, like, the day I was, like, a kindergartner uh-huh. or something. Sims 2 came out when I was around, like, eight. All I wanted was pets up until that point. Mm. Like, I just wanted a fucking cat in my Sims game. And... So my mom like bought Sims 2 pets right when it came out and like surprised me with it. We put it in the computer and it just doesn't fucking work and it never worked. And no matter like we undownloaded it, like put it back on and just for some fucking reason it didn't work. And it was just I had to wait until the next one came out like years later to have a pet. And I would go over to my friend's house and she would have the pets and it was just sad. Mm. It was I'm real sorry. sad. For me, I have a similar story. It was for Nintendo Dogs. Yes. Nintendo Dogs? Yeah. So, like, I had the game and yeah. it worked perfectly fine. And then my cousin, I let play my DS. Yeah. This motherfucker stole my Nintendo Dogs. No. For like an ill minute. 
Yeah, he's like two years younger than me. And like, I was like, yeah, you can play it, sure. Because yeah. my mom was like, let him play it. I was like super adamant about not letting him play because mm-hmm. I knew this dude was going to steal my Nintendo dog. My golden retriever named Lucky. <laughs> R.I.P. Lucky. And then like, he's like, no, I returned it. I returned it. <gasps> no. And then no. I was like, no, you didn't. And then like, I went to like his, like when I went over his house, yeah. I found it. I was like, I'm taking this. <laughs> oh, shit. And like, I snatched it and he noticed mm-hmm. and he's like, what happened to Nintendo? I was like, dog, that was mine. Like, <laughs> I paid 32 bills for this. You know that I'm like a young kid. Like I trapped out of the, like I was selling like mints, like for 25 cents to earn money. (laughs) So like I was dumb heartbroken when I didn't have that game for a year. I straight up thought my dogs died because I like got sand in my Nintendo DS so it didn't work anymore. And like, I just thought like all my dogs had died. And then like one day, like I like, like my friend had a DS and I put it in and I was like, I think that they could, like, run away at some point, like, if you didn't take care of them. And I remember, like, not, like, I was, like, I was too old to play Nintendogs for, like, a year. And I was, like, I'm done with it. And then I came back, like, so excited, being, like, um, I have, like, my my core dogs. And then you check in, and they're all just gone. It's, like, so sad. sad. You're, like, deuces. (laughs) Yeah, there was such a, like, an intense fluctuation in that game of, like, super intense competitive when I'm in like the tournament or whatever and then just like leisurely like washing the dog. (laughs) Taking the dog for walks. Yeah. Best. So good. Since we went down memory road (laughs) a little bit, let's talk about future a little bit. Yeah. You do have a little bit of a gallery exhibition coming up in like four months, five months pretty much. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. Um Going to have a show, I think, in March with Shaka Dendi, who's uh, a local Boston artist, who's fresh off of his um, artist residency at the BCA. And the people at the Goading Gallery found Shaka and thought of me because a lot of Shaka's work has to had like is using milk crates as of late. And um, originally, but he kind of originally kind of came to milk crates through the avenue of basketball. And has like had past works um, having to do with basketball. I've kind of came through crates kind of in a similar like lens through play, but in a, like a very different way. And that um, Godine thought it might be interesting if we had a conversation about like what the crate <laughs> kind of does for us and like what it means as like a cultural motif for us and as like a and its relationship to play and also its relationship to labor and its relationship to reuse and also like. This, it's like intense proliferation throughout our society and like it's and how it represents kind of like where we are now and in a sense so we've been kind of having conversations around that I'm not sure exactly what the show is going to look like we're still kind of having conversations um, it may have, may be crate focused it may not we'll, we'll see where do you get crates from? the universe donates them to me word that's all we need to know <laughs> yeah. are you taking any submissions of crates in the coming months? I mean, if you got crates and you don't know where to put them, um, I'll find somewhere to put them. Where? What if I told you I know a location? We'll talk more after. Okay. <laughs> We're just trying to help facilitate the crate dream. Yeah. You can call us Crate and Barrow if so. <laughs> <laughs> <Crate dream. laughs> All right. Uh, it seems as though we're coming down on... Uh, wrapping up hours. Uh, mm-hmm. So any any final questions? 
Do you feel like you have enough stuff? I <laughs> just... No, we need more no. stuff. Now. I mean, I don't know. I ended up kind of rambling about video games in a way that I didn't really know what I was talking about, but it's fine. If It was natural. Yeah. yeah. It came. If we wanted to contact you or anyone listening, what do you think is the best way? Should we send them your Slack? <laughs> you can if you want to. If you want to download Slack, you can hit me up on Slack. I'm kind of like taking a social media hiatus, so like hitting me up on those doesn't really work out right now. But you could email me at nwneedle at massart.edu. Nwneedle. We'll, we'll put it in the bio. It'll, it'll be in there if anybody would like I to. I don't know why you would want to contact me, but... Because maybe they're hmm. interested in your cool swag with your CAD and stuff. Or talk about Nintendogs. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Or Soul Calibur. <laughs> or Soul yeah. Calibur, too. Um, yeah. Totally. Thank you very much, Nori, for coming out. Thanks Thank you for playing with the octopus, yeah. hanging out with him as well. It was it was very hard to, to, to find a day, but we finally did it. I feel yeah. very accomplished. It came together... The universe needed us to do it today. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe we wouldn't have talked about Nintendogs and Bakugan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like those are essential. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man, I had the I had the outro like rehearsed in my brain. All right. Uh, how about we got Amber close it out? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I you can't pull me out of the spot like that. I was not preparing. That, it's right, simple. Well, <laughs> this has been a, another episode of Shit You Should Know. Follow us at Octo underscore Sounds on Instagram. And email us at octosoundsmgmt at gmail for any submissions. Thank you very much. We're recording this on Halloween. Happy Halloween. Check out the Halloween special. Have a great life. We'll see you another day. Goodbye. Bye. 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 So I'm going to need you to follow us on our socials at auto underscore sounds. Make sure you tune in on Monday. Sure heard. Thank you for Thank supporting. Thank you for supporting.